Everybody clap your hands unto the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. It's good to be in church. So thankful for God's goodness and His mercy and His blessings, allowing us to come to His house to worship, to praise, and to magnify His name. Amen. Lord bless you. You can be seated for a few moments along with Brother Cooper. We welcome all of you to the house of the Lord, especially our guests this morning. Why don't all the home folks give our guests a good hand clap? We're so glad that you're here. We know that you could be a lot of places today, but we're glad that you're at First Pentecostal Church in Silsby. Man, didn't we have a time last weekend? Wasn't that fun? I'm telling you, that, that the church last Sunday morning and Sunday night was just, just right out fun. And uh, I always enjoy church, but those services, I appreciate Brother Cavanis being here with us and such a wonderful move of the Holy Ghost and wonderful Word of God. And uh, I tell you what, it was great as a breath of fresh air. And I'm thankful for the blood today. Amen. I'm thankful for the blood today. If we're gonna, if we're ever gonna shout about anything, we are to shout about the blood that was shed on Calvary's hill for the remission of our sins. I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ today. I know some of you has never had to use it, but I've had to use it quite a few times in my life, and I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. We want to make some announcements, and those announcements are, don't forget, Thanksgiving is coming up last, this is the last day of September, correct? Last day of September. Man, where did the year go? And uh, it just keeps going faster and faster. And uh, so turkey time is right around the corner. So uh, sell the turkeys, and and uh, we need all the orders turned in, if all possible, by November the 4th. And uh, so be working on that where we'll know exactly how many we have out. And uh, so work together. That's a great fundraiser for the church, and I appreciate everyone uh, that worked so hard to see that happen. And I appreciate the men that come over and help us, and sometimes the ladies that help us in cooking and wrapping the turkeys. Thank you so much. But I also thank you all of you for selling turkeys and uh, do such a wonderful job. Uh, I think Sister Michelle last year sold 200. How many was it? Over 200. And uh, I, I'm so glad. I, I believe she might can break that this year if she can convince Brother Charles to help her deliver them. <laughs> and uh, so let's be working hard for that so November the 4th and uh, let's have those orders turned in if all possible next weekend we have a, spe- a very special guest that is well known to the vast majority of us are going to be with us next week Brother Brian Tanton will be coming and preaching for us next Sunday morning and Sunday night and uh, I know that's a shock to some of you but God's an incredible God Amen. And uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, that will be next Sunday. And so remember that. Also, the Hudson Bash is coming up the 20th 
at the 20th of October. And so be preparing that. Mark your calendar. And um, we are uh, uh, so excited about that. They let us come out every year and have a great time. We pray for the weather to be perfect. And then somewhere between uh, the 7th and the 20th, they're going to be having a wedding out at the Hudson Ranch. And uh, so I'm sure there will be more information on that coming up. So remember those. Also, I want to remind you the end of the year is growing near. And uh, don't forget your mission pledges that you have pledged. And uh, you can get caught up on them and and, uh, go ahead and work toward that before uh, the last few days of the the year gets here. And so we try to have all those collected by uh, December or the end of December before we go into the new year. And also we are working on a couple of large projects this year. And uh, one of them is the building that that we built over there uh, in honor of of Brother and Sister Duplessy. <clears throat> we, uh, last time Brother uh, Lambeth was here, we talked to him about building uh, a living quarters for the pastor and uh, his family right there. It connects onto the church. And so uh, he gave us a price, and I said that we would do that. There's been a lot of difficulties getting that done. That project should have already been completed. And uh, so there's been a lot of problems getting that done, but they have started on it. And maybe tonight I can show you some pictures of it. Um, But we need uh, a special offering to help pay for that. And uh, also uh, the building that we're doing for um, Brother and Sister MacDaniel. We've got to make another payment on that. So that's where uh, the money is going. Those are two pretty large projects that we are working on. And then we help with a children's home over in the Dominican Republic where Brother Lucian has a children's home in the uh, in Haiti and also in the Dominican Republic, and we help them buy some property over there. And uh, so there's a lot of things that's going on, a lot of work that's being done, and we are grateful for that. And I'm so thankful that I live in America. Amen. I'm thankful that I live in America. <clears throat> All of its all of its setbacks and all of the things that happens that I do not like, uh, it's still the best place that I've ever been, and uh, I'm always glad to be able to come back. And I feel good when that plane lands in the USA. It just makes you feel better. And uh, so let's pray for all the missionaries. That's something else that we need to pray for every time we pray. And I I neglect that so many times, and I know that we all do. But let's pray for them that is sacrificing uh, living here and uh, going to a foreign country and preaching the gospel. I'm thankful for the missionaries that have a desire and a burden to see the work of God accomplished. And uh, so let's pray for all of them, and uh, let's give as giving unto the Lord and uh, I I would say that God would bless us for giving, but God has already blessed us so much. And we have so much to be thankful for. And we're so far behind. We are so far behind. It would be impossible to catch up. And so let's do our work that we can to see the gospel of Jesus Christ spread 
to a lost and a dying world. Let's pray for Brother Marvin today. <clears throat> and thank the Lord for God touching him and helping him. Let's pray that God would continue to work for him. Sister McIntyre needs a touch from the Lord today. Uh, Brother Corcoran has had surgery this week, and uh, hopefully he'll be starting on his way home tomorrow. He's at the Mayo Clinic, and uh, so let's pray for him. Pray for Brother Dykes. Great news, Brother Dykes got to walk out of the hospital Tuesday afternoon. God is a miracle worker in a coma for for weeks. I forget how many weeks it was. I think somewhere around six weeks was in a coma. Didn't know where he was, who he was, but he had a stroke while he was in a coma, and he's knee. He is working on getting some strength back in his right arm, but his mind is clear. He can talk perfectly well. He can walk. God's a good God. Amen. He's still a miracle-working God. He's still a miracle-working God. And I think that every time God does something for us, we are to give God praise, and we are to give God glory, and we are to give God honor. So let's stand together right now, and let's just worship Him and thank Him for His miracle-working power. God, we love You. We thank You, Savior. Thank You for what You have done. Thank You, God, for Your healing power, Your miracle-working power. You are so good, God. Thank You for what You've done for Brother Dykes. We pray, God, that You continue to work, that You continue to touch and heal his body. And we'll give You all the praise. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise together. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, if you have your Bibles this morning, turn to... Second Kings chapter two, Second Kings chapter number two, and we'll read from verse number three. Second Kings chapter number two and verse number three. This morning, um, we were talking. I went over, and somebody said, "You got a new suit?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm going back to the '80s. I got on a paisley tie and a double-breasted suit." They said, are you going all the way back to the 80s? I said, I'm never going to go back to 15-minute sermons. So, anyway, Second <clears throat> Kings chapter number 3, verse, <clears throat> or <clears throat> chapter number 2, verse number 3. <clears throat> the Bible says, and the son, sons of the prophet that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha <clears throat> and said unto him, knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today. And he said, Yea, I know it. Hold your peace. This is a very uh, interesting story here. And uh, when you take the whole chapter and read the story of what was going on and what was taking place, but the question was asked Elijah, uh, do you know that the Lord is going to take away thy master? And he said, I know it, but hold your peace. It's going to happen today. Amen. Lord bless you. Put your Bibles down. Let's lift our hands one more time and ask God to help us this morning. God. Praise God. God, we love you. 
I pray for the anointing of the Holy Ghost today. In Jesus' name, anoint us to hear Your Word, to receive Your Word, to respond unto Your Word, to be a doer of the Word. And everybody said, in Jesus' name, clap your hands one more time unto the Lord. Amen. Lord bless you. You may be seated. I want to talk to you today today from uh, this subject and just this little thought that I think that when we look at it, it it carries, um, I guess, a lot we can look at and see this happening in all of our lives. But I want to talk to you about this today. All days are not equal. All days are not equal. And when we look at this, we look at things that make them and makes a day what it is. I might go a little slower this morning, but I want to uh, talk to us about a few things that, that has made days just on a different level than other days. One thing, you never know what a day will hold. I've got up in the mornings and had some strange surprises through the day. I've had some pleasant surprises, and I've had some very disappointing surprises. You never know what's going to happen in a 24-hour period. You never know what's going to happen in a 12-hour period. I've got calls in the middle of the night that messed up the ending or the beginning of a new day. Uh, I, was, I was at a service yesterday in, in Arkansas of Brother Sorrells, and uh, it was a retirement service that he was having. And uh, he said it was a different service because he had never been in a service like that before. He had never participated in the service like that before. And uh, I can remember the day that Brother Duplessy retired, and uh, he didn't let me know everything that he was going to do. He just said, you need to call your family and have them to come. And I can remember him telling all the people over at the courthouse and everything, you want to be there because you've never been in a service like this. It's going to be different. You don't know what a day holds. I I can, I, I listened to Sister Sorrells as uh, she was making a few remarks about over the past 42 and a half years of pastoring there and with her husband in Gravel Ridge, Arkansas, and uh, talking about the good times and the good days and then the days that she wished she could have just slept through it and woke up a different day. And uh, I know this, and I I heard her, she sung a song and kind of said, this is just the story of my life. And the song starts out, and it says that, that, uh, you know, I I woke up in the morning and watched the sun come up, and it was a bright day. There was no, no care, no worry. Everything was perfect and fine, and and uh, the weather was perfect and everything was going my way. And the course goes, I love those days. And then the next verse goes into, I woke up 
out of a sleep and it seemed like the storm was coming and the waves were raging high and the things was going all wrong and chaotic in my life and the course goes into I hate those days. So I guess I guess we could say that life is kind of like that. It's kind of a love-hate relationship. I've seen a lot of people that's like that. They have marriages that are love-hate relationships. I think they love to hate each other. But anyway, lighten up, people. It's going to be okay. But there are days that, that we wished we could pass over. I I can remember there's there's things that happens in a day's period that that will either make it where it's just an ordinary day or it's a day that will always stand out in your life. Uh, I've listened to the proceedings for the last few weeks and especially this last week on the Supreme Court justice that they are trying to get uh, to the bench and and uh, people remembering things and days that really made differences and and things that happened that created a a mark things that happened may have happened may have not have happened one says it happened one says it didn't happen but who knows what really happened and uh, I think I have a good good idea but anyway there there is there is things that mark us I I can remember I can remember where I was and what I was doing and and uh, what was going on at the time that I got the news that my daddy had passed away I can remember the day of the funeral I can remember I can remember what I was getting ready to do and and uh, we were getting ready for an ordinary day and uh, my wife and my little kids we were putting bicycles on the back of the car on the back of the truck getting ready to go ride bicycles this this is how different things that happen in a day always impress your mind that you can never forget and we were going to Terrell Park to go ride bicycles when I got a call uh, from my mother and said my brother was terribly sick that I needed probably to stop what I was doing and come home and and see him and I said is he that sick and she said yeah I said something's terrible has happened and and you better get here and I can remember that day and getting there that afternoon and then later on that night him passing away I can remember the call that I got the day that they said uh, I knew my mother was very sick and uh, I knew that she was going through uh, a terrible sickness but you know we just expect someone to last forever and uh, I can remember the day that my brother called me and said she had sat down on the couch and something happened and she went from the couch straight to the bed and it did not look too good. You probably need to come home. And so I can remember going there and and I think it was about 12 days later that she passed away. These are days that that you'll never forget. How many, how many, I can, I can remember a few years ago I was listening to the radio, and it was the anniversary of John F. Kennedy's assassination. And uh, Al Caldwell was talking on the radio. He said, I'd like to ask everybody a question right now. 
Do you remember where you were at and what you were doing when you heard that he got assassinated? And I'm sure there's a lot of you in this place today that can remember that. There's a lot of us was not here. But there's a lot of you today that can probably remember where you were at, what you were doing. I can remember the exact spot that I was standing when they told me that Ronald Reagan had gotten a shot. And, uh, you know, I wasn't very old, but it, you know, it was a president. It made an everlasting impression on my life. And uh, I can also remember the morning that I got up and I was listening to the radio and a plane crashed into one of the Twin Towers. I can remember thinking that it was an accident and them reporting on it. They said, we can't understand Said how it could be an accident when it was a clear day. It was a beautiful, sunshiny morning. You know, there, it was not storming. It was not foggy. It was not cloudy. The visibility was great. Just a beautiful day. And all of a sudden, the plane comes through the air and hits the Twin Towers. Well, I, I got in my truck, and this is where I was going. I was going to Vider, Texas, to lay carpet in Brother Phillips' church. I was in a little white S-15 that had 140-something miles on it. And I was going over there, and my wife called me on my phone that was about this big (laughs) and said, are you listening to the radio? I said, I am. She said, you know, there's another plane uh, hit the other tower. And they started saying it's no accident, it's it's war. And uh, I can remember getting there that day and and talking to Brother Phillips and, and then going and meeting Brother Duplessy and and um, <clears throat> Brother uh, Bourne. And we ate, I can remember eating at Papa Do's. It's just things that makes impressions because all days are not equal. There's, there's days that stand out. And I don't even have a good memory. You know, some of you, I, you ask me your name, I wouldn't be able to tell you your name right now. It would take me a few minutes. I give all these kids nicknames where I can always remember what I named them. You just named them wrong. But... But there, there's things that makes an impression that you will never forget because days are not created equal. I can remember, I can remember the day that I got my driver's license. This is the way I can remember it. <laughs> I was driving a vehicle delivering ice, pulling a trailer. With no driver's license. And I had to hurry up and get the ice delivered where I could get back to the police station to take my driver's test. And I can remember getting those driver's license. And uh, I can remember my first car. How many can remember your first car? These are days that, that are not equal with other days. It just stands out because of things that, that happen. How many can remember the day you graduated and what you did that day and what you done after graduation and the celebration of the accomplishments that you have made? I can remember the first day, the first time that I ever laid eyes on my wife-to-be. Whew! What a day. Man, what a day. Life has never been the same since. 
<laughs> I meant that in a good way. <clears throat> but but I can remember I can remember the first time I seen her, and then the first time I actually met her face to face, and and you know I I told her who I was. She didn't really recognize me. Now she don't remember that too well, but I can remember it. And uh, because I already had my mind made up what was going to happen in the future. And uh, so I, I can remember, I can, I can take you back to the same spot that, that I met her. I, I remember the first date. I did not have guts enough to ask her out. I had my friend to go ask her to go with me. That way she turned me down. It wasn't me that asked her. You gotta save face there, you know, you gotta keep your image. And, uh, so, so anyway, I, I can remember those days because those days are not equal with other days. And, um, I can remember, <laughs> some people would love to forget, but how many can remember the wedding day, your wedding day? Man, what a day. What a day. Whew. It's a life-changing experience. Wedding day. They say they have found out what changes a woman. It's wedding cake. <clears throat> Every time I'm at a wedding and they start, that guy starts to give her that cake, I say, don't, don't do it! Life changes from that point on. But... I can remember that day. I can remember things that happened that day. I can remember uh, people that were there that day to help in the celebration. I can remember a lot that wasn't there. <clears throat> but the day, the day your, your children were born, what a, what a day. What a day that was. Man, I can remember uh, early in the morning when my wife says, Ooh, said, I think it's time that we need to go to the hospital. And we got up and we went to the hospital and man, Tammy was born. We went to the hospital and Tiffany was born. We went to the hospital and Terry was born. We went to the hospital and Tony was born. And then we quit going to the hospital. We found out going to the hospital was causing us to have more children. But, but you can remember those days. I, I couldn't remember those days because they are, they're, they're not equal with any other day. I think about Elisha, and he woke up that morning, and this day is just like any other day. This day is just like any other day, but, but then as he gets to go and he feels that there's a little bit of difference in today. There's something different that's going on, and Elijah said, I've, I've got to go over here. I want you to stay here. And he said, no, 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 wherever you go, that's, that's where I'm going to go. And he realized that, that something was different about this day, unlike any other day that he had ever woke up in the morning. Something different was about to take place. And then the prophets came to him and said, you know, today your, your master is going to be taken from you. And man, he said, I, I, I know it. I know it. But let's, let's don't, let's don't, let's don't make a big deal out of it. Let's don't talk about it. Let's, Let's don't, let's don't even go there because he didn't want to lose his master, but, but then he wanted the blessings and the anointing of God. He was, he was the man that, that Elijah had picked to follow in his footsteps. And then we find 
that as he was going, Elijah again tried to get him to stay and he would not stay. And then he began to follow him and all of a sudden the chariots from heaven come and swooped down and picked up Elijah and carried him away. And the mantle from Elijah fell and, and Elisha went and picked it up and, and, uh, the prophets were standing to see what would happen. And he goes to the river and he slaps the river in the water and says, Where is the God of Elijah? Amen. And all of a sudden the river parted. And just like, just like God did it for Elijah, God was able to do it for Elisha. That was a day that I, I would be safe to say that Elisha could tell you everything that happened in order leading up. To what, what took place at the ending of that day. He never forgot that day. That was a day that was unlike any other day. Amen. The man at the gate beautiful had went there day after day after day after day after day. Every day was the same thing. Ask for a little bit of alms. Ask for a little bit of help. Get a little bit of money, buy a little bit of food, survive just a few hours and then have to go and do the same thing tomorrow as you've done today. It was an ordinary day. It was just like any other day. Nothing strange about the day. He gets up and he gets delivered to the same place over and over and over again. But there was something about that day that was unlike any other day. Because there was Peter, John, I believe it was, that was walking to the temple to pray. And all of a sudden he says, give me a little bit of alms. And they turned and they looked at him and said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I unto thee in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up and walk. All days are not created equal. There is things that happens in our life that make them different than any other day. That we have ever encountered before. As I think about my own life. I think about being born and raised in church. Probably I would be safe to say the first place that I ever went was to the house of God. And of course I don't remember it, but I'm sure that that's where I went. Somewhere between... 1989, February of 1989, and the day that I was born, I had been to a Thursday night church service some 885 times. And I went on a February night, 1989, but it wasn't just like any other Thursday night service that I'd ever been to before. There was something that began to take place and something that began to happen that had never happened to me at a Thursday night service before. Why? Because I realized right quick that all days are not equal. All days are not alike. There is things that happen in our life that changes that day from any other day. That night I went to an altar of repentance and God filled me with the Holy Ghost. I I can remember the day, the day, the night that I was buried in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins. I was very young at the time, 
But I can remember going down in that baptistry with my daddy. And I can remember that feeling, those butterflies and those goosebumps. And, and I, I didn't understand the importance of it all. But it was a day like no other day. It was a feeling like no other feeling. I want to tell you today, we need to think back to the day that God pulled us out of a world of sin. Amen. That He washed us in His blood. And He gave us forgiveness. Amen. That's a day that's like no other day. That's a time like no other time in our life. Amen. Amen. I can remember we walked down. You have a big baptistry there at Stuttgart. And and, uh, we were both standing in the baptistry together. And I can remember him laying his hand on my head and praying for me. Man, I can't remember all that he said. All I can remember was a feeling that I felt when I went under in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Oh, I was a young child. I didn't have a lot of sins. I didn't have a lot of things to, to bury. But but I want to tell you, that blood of Jesus Christ has been covering me ever since that day until now. Amen. And I feel that feeling this morning. Amen. I can feel that joy. I can feel that power. I can feel that anointing. I can feel that glory. Every day is not created equal in our life. Amen. 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 What makes a day different? What makes a day unlike any other day? Amen. I want to tell you today, don't have to be a day like any other day in your life. If you need deliverance from bad spirits, you can get Deliverance from bad spirits today. Amen. If you need deliverance from depression, I come to tell you today that today don't have to be a day like yesterday. Today can be a day that God comes down in your life and touches your heart and touches your soul and gives you deliverance from the adversary that's tormenting you when you go to bed at night and when you wake up in the morning. I come to tell you, greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. Today don't have to be like last week. Amen. This Sunday don't have to be like any other Sunday. But I come to tell you, that God is in the house to do a work for us today. Amen. Amen. If you're sick in your body, I come to tell you today that today does not have to be a day like yesterday. Amen. I listened to Brother Dixon teach this morning. Amen. On prayer. Why do we doubt that God will hear and answer our prayer? I come believing today that if you're sick, God can heal you before you leave this place this morning. Amen. My faith and my confidence. You say, oh, I've asked Him last Sunday. I asked Him yesterday. Amen. But I come to tell you today, the the man, the lame man went to the gate beautiful every day. But one day was different than any other day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We battle with things that we could be delivered of. 
We are tormented by spirits that is not the will and not the plan of God for a child of God. Why? Because we refuse to let a day be different. We refuse to let a day make a difference. Amen. But I want to tell you today, why don't you get made up in your mind? I'm not going home the same way that I came in this morning. I'm not going home with the same burden that I came in this morning. I'm not going home with the same depression that I came into the house of God with this morning. I'm not going home with the same attitude that I came into the house of God with this morning. But today is like any other day. But it's so much different than the days past. Everybody clap your hands unto the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you don't know God in the power of the Holy Ghost this morning. If you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, as a Spirit of God gives the utterance. Oh, why don't you make today like no other day before in your life? If you've never been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, why don't you make today like no other day before in your life that something is about to change? Amen. The course of history is about to change. My future is about to change because when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to be a born-again child of the Almighty God. When I wake up in the morning, I'm going to be delivered and set free from the oppressor of my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If they'd come to the music this morning, I'm about ready to quit. Oh... What a Thursday night. Amen. I was almost 18 years old. I had life figured out. My mom and dad is the only ones that had trouble figuring it out. Amen. I had it all figured out. What I was going to do, what I was going to be, and how I was going to conquer the world. But I walked in that Thursday night, not by choice. But it's because my mom and daddy said, you're just going to go to church. I walked in. I sat on the second seat right here. It would be to my left. Amen. I could take you to the very spot that I was sitting. Amen. When somebody come and said, you need to go to the altar tonight. Amen. God's got something special for you in the house of God tonight. I can remember where I walked and where I was standing when God forever changed my life. Amen. Little moments that makes life and days so different and so out of the ordinary for everybody else. I've never been to another Thursday night service like that. Amen. Oh yeah, I've been Thursday night and got filled all over again, but never like that first initial infilling of the Holy Ghost. Why don't you let God do something for you? Don't resist Him. Don't hold Him back. Don't try to resist God, but say, God, heal me. God deliver me God set me free Touch my mind Touch my heart Touch my spirit Touch my soul God 
Hallelujah. 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 9-30-2018. You can look back 25 years from now and say, Oh, that was a day that wasn't like any other day in my life. Not tragedy. Not turmoil. Not anger. Not hatred. Not, not sickness, but it was a day I got healed. It was a day I got delivered. It was a day I got filled with the Holy Ghost. It was a day I got baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. 930-2018. What a day! Amen, what a day. All days are not equal. Why don't you make this the best day that you've ever had in your life? Why don't you start a new life? Walking with God. Why don't you get a new desire and a new determination to let God use you like never before and say, Here I am, God. I'm yours. Take me, use me, mold me, make me into what you want me to be. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands. Amen. Everybody stand across this building. Let's lift our hands toward heaven right now. Why don't you reach out to God today? Why don't you reach out and touch the Lord today? God, work in my life. I come to tell somebody that's dealing with the problem, don't walk out without getting your problem fixed. Don't walk out without getting your miracle. But believe that God is able to touch me. And God is able to heal me. And God is able to deliver me. And God is able to set me free. And God is able to give me joy. And God is able to give me peace. And God is able to give me faith. And God is able Give me confidence in Him. Elisha, Elisha, today's not like any other day. Oh, I can feel it in the air. I feel like God wants to touch somebody right now. I feel like God wants to touch somebody right now. If you're sick, why don't you get the faith to say today's not like any other day. Why don't you come and let God touch you today. Amen. If you're in trouble in your life, why don't you say, here I am, God. Make a difference in my life. Make a difference in my life, God. Hallelujah. 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 You say, oh, I've asked him before. How many days was a lame man laid at the gate? Beautiful. All of his life. But one day something happened. One day something happened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many need something from God today? How many need a touch from God today? Why don't you reach out and touch Him? He's in this house right now. He's in this house right now. He's in this house. Come on, lift your voice. It's me. It's me, God. I'm right here. i got to have a touch. I've got to have a touch. I've got to have help, God. 
Hallelujah! 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 